0: Hey everybody! Thank you so much for joining us today at RG Podcast. How'd you like that intro, by the way? That was it
1: was pretty cool. Uh, yeah,
0: you like the sparks?
1: Yeah, I mean, look, it's fire. I'm I'm a scientist. I do like my fire. I, got I was going to say hydrogen balloons the other week. <laughs> basically, got to blow things up in front of kids. Yeah. It was cool.
0: Well, first and foremost, before we get into that, thank you so much for joining me tonight. I know it's a Friday night. And uh, you're joining me tonight, but you know how is the how are the uh, the COVID lockdowns in, in 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 Australia? Are they pretty much all gone? Uh,
1: yeah, they're pretty much all gone. We do have a lot of cases though. Uh, I only recovered a couple of weeks ago from it. I oh really? It, really? But, uh, yeah, yeah, they're not not the funnest time. Uh, I guess it could have been mm-hmm. worse, but yeah, I would recommend against it strongly. Probably got it from teaching. But anyway, that's that's enough about me. How are you going?
0: Yeah, well, you know what? About about two months ago, I had it. The first night, um, watch, well, I got it. I didn't even realize it. it. It was like the worst. I should say the mildest cold I've ever had. But what happened is, like, then I had to go quarantine, and then I was actually quite cool because my school and my church sent me all kinds of like snacks and food and stuff. So I basically got to sit around watching Netflix for a week. I'm like, this is like a vacation. So, compared to the life I'd normally have with the wife, kids, work, ministry, it was a nice little, yeah, so. Uh, uh, how was your, how, how long did you have it for, by the way?
1: Uh, I kind of went in and out, but where it I'm got okay. better and it got worse. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh, something, yeah, something in the background. Uh, but the... I couldn't stand up without getting out of breath for about five six days, wow. and then it kind of wow. recovered reasonably quickly from wow. there. Even when I went back to work about eight nine days later, wow. I was still not quite with it. But I'm fully wow. back now, and I'm uh, trying to get back into climbing and exercise. So yeah, but not it, not the
0: funnest things, but 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 I heard that the the lockdowns in Australia were especially bad.
1: I. They served a purpose, but we don't have really have them anymore. There's fairly little restrictions. Uh, we have, so, like, say, masks on public transport and in healthcare places, and that's about it, which, I mean, I fully agree with those because, yeah, we mm-hmm. got to slow the spread down. I said it, my experience yep. with it was not very fun, uh, and I was boosted, so it'll still happen. Oh, well, this is not going to go away anytime soon, but I am not a biologist or immunologist or virologist or even a doctor. Almost, You're, almost a doctor. You're almost a doctor. That's wrong kind, though. Right. Oh, what are you drinking, by the way? I have a Woodford Reserve, just a, a little drink to have a couple of sips on on a Friday night. So, yeah, I'm going, going back to America for that one. I actually tried it when I was in America and then... Liked
0: it. So I got a bottle here. Uh, so can, can I ask you real quick? Um, is that an actual background? Like, are you in a, are you in a, no, a, it's a green screen. It's a green screen. Okay. That'd be pretty cool because you're, you're a doctor. Actually, did you get a chance to look over the questions I have for you?
1: Yes, I, I did have a chance and I think I've, I, hopefully I've got things to add for pretty much all of them. I'm just going to really? bring them back okay. up. So I've got, there they are. Uh,
0: J- yeah. Just real quick, yeah. r- real quick. Um, I assume I don't know. Maybe this isn't right, but I assume that you are a like a sci-fi fan, like the genre. Of... I-, I can be.
1: There are certain sci-fi ones that I quite like. Uh, I-, I was tempted to stay, say Star Wars, though people say that's more technically science <laughs> fantasy, although you know uh, similar. Mm-hmm. Though I do quite like my Star Trek. Uh, I wouldn't say which is better; they're too different, but. Uh, I can get into it, so yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I, uh, I've what also your... done a couple of videos on science fiction movies on
0: my channel too. Let's see. Let's 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 rattle off a few of these. Any chance you like uh, Firefly? I haven't actually seen it, so can't comment. Wow, hmm. wow. Okay. Uh, what about um, what's the newest one? That's the red. Was Redwood or? What's the one that everyone is talking about on HBO? Is it Deadwood um, or uh, no? Okay, what about the know. Alien franchise? Alien franchise. I I'm still yet to see the earlier ones. I
1: only saw bits of the later ones, but they're the worst ones to watch anyway. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I want I need to go back and look because it was a bit before my time. one uh, of the ones I does it count as science fiction where they do movies like say austin powers and it's a bit more of a joke but they have science fiction
0: elements oh uh, i don't really think I, so, i'm now so. just
1: thinking of uh, of the laser scene do you know the one i'm talking about mm-hmm. 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 yeah well how's it go how's it go the the fire the 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 lazy uses quotes doesn't he
0: i can't rise like probably like 20 years ago i can't remember that quote uh. back Okay, what about Uh, a Terminator? anything
1: with lasers will get my attention, so...
0: What about Terminator?
1: I have seen... Yeah, it's pretty good. I mean, it's Terminator. It's it's almost a classic at this point.
0: Um, Uh, That's my personal favorite uh, series. And then last one, let's see. uh, What about RoboCop?
1: uh, I've seen the original one, and then I saw the remake, and I have to say the original, I think, was, was better. I'm a big fan of the original one.
0: I'll tell you. I'll tell you what was, uh, what was cool. Uh, you know, uh, Sigourney Weaver. Um, with West, Westworld, by the way. Uh, that's Westworld. That was the one. Uh, Sigourney Weaver, though she was uh, She was the the lady from Aliens, and she was actually on a flight with my girlfriend to. So, um, I made it my girlfriend this welcome to California sign and I got her to sign it so that was pretty cool. But okay, uh let's mm-hmm. jump right into these yeah, she's very talented and very beautiful woman in person. You don't really get that from the from the um, you know the camera but oh just and just one quick thing because it's such a big deal right now. Any chance you're following the Johnny Depp uh the Could Johnny not Depp thing stuff the... i
1: no I'd stay away from that sort of thing. It's not I, that and I've been really, really busy. Although, um, in terms of movies, I do know someone. If you want to have a chat, one of the other people I've been on a few shows with, um, which is also name? a Buddhist too. If you wanted a different uh, one, Jay. Have you?
0: Have oh, you have I don't think. Jay? I, I don't think that he interviewed me, uh, and and I, I'm. Pre- I think I'm pretty much banned from that channel. Um, yeah, I do not think that guy is a very big fan of mine. So, uh, godless yeah. scummer. This guy especially doesn't like me, Mr. Scummer. But okay, let's get into right into oh, these questions. Uh, the first one is, should most people shy away from talks about physics or cosmology? Is it too complicated for your average person to understand? And I do want to give you some context on that because I- I've probably interviewed about 40 atheists on this channel. And I've interviewed about 30 worldviews, okay, uh, Buddhist, uh, Muslim... All over the place and one thing I really learned the importance of is like not talking about topics that I do not know about and so because I've gotten myself into some trouble you know so I think it's best if you if you really don't know um, a lot about it to not try to pretend like you do so do, do you think that people um, <laughs> do, do you think that people should try to avoid these talks or do you think maybe by having the talks they can learn something uh, what are your thoughts
1: I don't think the problem is talking about. It. I think everyone should be uh, you know, able to talk about it. the difference. I mm-hmm. think is the platform and the level of understanding. You should never try and mm-hmm. talk above your mm-hmm. expertise, above your understanding. It's mm-hmm. one thing to say, "All right, this is what I believe," but I'm not an expert, or I have mm-hmm. actually spent a bit a bit of time studying it, or like so. In in my case. I wouldn't directly refer to myself as a cosmologist because those are people who directly study it. But I am still a physicist, so my understanding, whilst it is definitely going to be more than the average person, just based on the amount of time I've spent studying it uh, formally, that mm-hmm. still doesn't necessarily make me an expert. But it probably mm-hmm. it, but it does give me enough that I can still talk about the basics. I can chat, and we can go back and forward. So I think what mm-hmm. we, what I, the big one I often see is that. It can get really hard. So some people switch off, or people don't have enough of an understanding to be able to understand the nuances of some of the theories, or mm-hmm. the bits where they're oversimplified for the general public. As much as general public can be a term that you can use, because mm-hmm. it's very complicated. Uh, because in science communication, one of the biggest are factors that you need to consider and it's one of the most difficult to consider is what's who's your audience
0: mm-hmm.
1: and what's your purpose and that's not a straightforward question mm-hmm. so a- again this is what i mean I-, I don't think we should shy away from the topics but i think people should be very very careful to, right to not or at least to to make sure that they speak in line with the the level that's appropriate to them so, if you wanted to state your opinion, you can do that. But it'd be very different if you spoke in a way where you came across as being very authoritative on the topic. If it's, right. if in fact, yeah, if in fact you're not an expert, and so, yeah, which is why I'm very careful with the titles I, mm-hmm. I pick and how I how I go around uh, generally on, on online because I I won't generally use the title atheist or even agnostic. I'll happily give my views on it, but. I'm not an expert in philosophy or theology, but I like my science and, you know, I've spent however many years studying and I still am, uh, hence
0: the title. It gives away what I'm doing. So, yeah. So, so I want to ask you another question. Um, You had mentioned being an atheist and, you know, a lot of Christians accuse atheists of not having like ethics. So, do you have like a conscious...
1: so what was the accusation again? So the, the, glitched the out.
0: A, yeah, the atheists don't have ethics. So, uh, do you have like a conscious in your mind, like a telling you right and wrong?
1: Yeah, as much as uh, by that, if you mean that you know, I have the ability to sit down and assess whether a situation, yeah. like a but, situation, is likely moral or not. Yes, right. uh, most so, people do sociopaths and other don't. um unfortunate mental things can get in the way of that but unless you're those i would say most people regardless of what their beliefs are have them uh, our understanding
0: of where they come from might be different but mm-hmm. yes but but here's the question though like is it an aussie accent when he talks to you like is he like oh don't bloody do it chap no Okay, never mind. Uh, Going on to the next question. No, don't answer that. That was it. That was my attempt at humor. But okay, so the next one is an interesting one. But have you seen speaking about um, you know sci-fi? Have you ever seen uh, a series called Sliders?
1: Uh, no, I've known of it. But I haven't seen it. So I'm not the most oh, movie fay person out there. Uh,
0: Jerry O'Connell. Um, he was actually in Stand By Me. I, I'm a huge movie buff. I just interviewed a Josh Itner of, um, do you know Josh Itner? He does like a, he's an atheist, but he also does some like uh, film. Anyway, the, the the point being is that that specific one, um, It's about it's about like a multiverse. And I can't remember how they're able to do this, but there's like eight of them and they're able to, to go to jump between multiverses and sometimes it's just like the tiniest thing that is different and that little tiny thing might well you know you need a storyline plot for an hour so it it could be something that winds up being really huge and sometimes it's just like like i remember one of them was like uh in this other multiverse that uh like science and like math or like the sports that everybody wants to go see they go and see uh like math bulls or whatever, but the, so the, who did you say was in that again? Jerry O'Connell. He, he was in stand by me. He was married yes. to Rebecca remains famous. But
1: anyway, Why do I, the, the I, point, I have a
0: weird thing in my head that he was a Buddhist. Is that true? I, I have no idea. But anyway, uh what okay. a multiverse, do you think that would be more likely to prove a God or a not God? But if we were to find out that's true.
1: Mm-hmm. And, and here's the thing is that, Multiverse is not necessarily one set. If we find this is exactly what it is, there's there's different sides to it. So I, I OK, I can I could probably turn the question back to you and get a similar answer. If, say, tomorrow, we prove that there was a multiverse and that there were multiple mm-hmm. universes or at least mm-hmm. multiple Instantations of what we would consider a universe, anyway, because the question does get quite complicated. Would that stop you being a Christian? Because I don't think it would stop a lot
0: of the, like some of my fellow scientists who are religious. No, I think I think that would that would widen my appreciation of God because it would seem it like it doesn't make logical sense for me as a Christian to think. God has all eternity, an infinite amount of time and space, and he's going to judge you on like 30 or 40 or 100 years of your life. Whenever so much of your life, the circumstances, like where you're born, what gender you are, maybe even your orientation, a lot of these things are like, you know, what family you're born into. You don't don't get to decide any of that, you know. You don't get to decide if you're born into a toxic uh, family or healthy family. that's going to nurture you. So to think that you could go through multiple multiverses—that but that? but that just seems to make more. It, it would seem if if I'm a Christian, I'm being honest, and I were to find that out, it would seem that would be something that's more in line with the nature of God, in in a rough estimation on my part. Hmm. For for me,
1: it probably it wouldn't change my answer to the question, and. <laughs> I said that that it's not my area i it would be cool that we found that as most things would be but Mm -hmm. that's the thing i like about science is that you're not trying to reach a goal you're just trying to find out what's out there Mm -hmm. and whether you find Mm -hmm. that that you should always be open to the truth in but i gotta be careful how i use the word truth because some people when they say you know you gotta learn the truth it's it's a little weird but uh uh, in terms of finding out what reality is like, well, then we do it. My my only thing with the the god belief, and uh, I mean, it's kind of my limited opinion, is that if that god re- interacts with reality, then we should be able to detect that. Mm-hmm. I don't know what your thoughts on that. Sorry, you. I think you're cutting out a bit.
0: What? Well- Am I? Um. Uh, really
1: that, I'm this. not sure if that's my end or yours.
0: Sorry. I uh, I can hear you fine. Are you cutting? Am I? Am I roboting? I, I can hear you again. Yeah. Oh good. Okay. Uh, it's going cyborg. Okay. So to answer this guy's question real quick, v- Vera, Vera, Relitan, whatever. Relian. Yeah. Well, a couple of things is that a lot of science fiction is actually based on, um, you know, science concepts. So, for example, uh, Isaac Asimov, that was a really big thing that uh, in his writings was that he was writing about things like that could potentially happen. For instance, A.I. That maybe 50, 60, 70 years ago might have seemed absolutely impossible. But, you know, it's starting to become more of a reality right now. Anyway. Yeah. So talking about science fiction, it's interesting to to talk about, you know, but I do want to say that, so you talked about God interacting. I have experienced him interacting myself. So why he doesn't do that to more people boggles my mind because I was an atheist myself and uh, eight years ago, 516, which uh, in 10 days will be eight years, like God spoke to me. And I became a Christian as a result of that. But that causes a huge level of cognitive dissidence on my part because i don't know why god doesn't speak to other people and i don't know why um he doesn't do things like just maybe put a lightning bolt in kim jong-un you know i I live in south korea so the fact that my daughter can't go visit north korea and see the places that her ancestors roamed it's a huge slap in the face to me you know and um I work towards uh, bringing uh, attention to the North Korean uh, problem up there. But, I mean, if I could switch God talking to me and God putting a light and bolt in Putin, I would choose that any day of the week. But on the other hand, I could just tell you what I've experienced. So whether or not it's completely logical or it's fair, that's what I've experienced. So in my opinion, God definitely does interact.
1: So... What, what I'm referring to, to here is more of uh, something that be detected, the scientific method. Because generally speaking, I'd probably fall under methodological, uh, as a methodological naturalist. But uh, I'm a little more open in that if elements of the supernatural exist, and I'm open to that possibility if they can be demonstrated, but not as in a personal experience, but a, a demonstration that's independent that's mm-hmm. where I'm getting to, then I think we should be able to detect it with the scientific method. And I say with the scientific method and not science as some entity. It's more of the process by which we go about it. So when I uh, say that he should be detectable, I believe that, and again, I'm opening to the fact that I could be wrong and that I, mm-hmm. I've misinterpreted it or someone can come along and show me that. But I, I'm more referring to a level of uh, of almost experimentation where it can be independent because that's the kind of level you need to be at, because we are humans and we can always be, and we can always be
0: wrong. Mm-hmm. Any chance you know this guy person? person? Sorry,
1: uh, you're cutting out again. Oh, I think it's just the connection.
0: Um, do you know this brilliant uh, person?
1: Uh, let me see doesn't Doesn't
0: ring any bells. Yeah. Well, really, if you're interested in having a full conversation, I'd love to talk to you. Right. Right. Now, yeah, I'm interviewing. I can't really pay attention to both. But okay. Um, here we go. Next question is: You had explained something about. I believe you called it. It wasn't a big crunch. You didn't call it a big crunch, but you referred to it something um, some other way.
1: Ah, uh, the we're we talking uh, about the the big crunch then. Uh,
0: no, but you, you weren't calling it a crunch. You I was, and I was just listening to our talk again, because I wanted to freshen up on some of the things you're talking about. But I should have written that down. But what is there another word that you use for that for a big crunch or a big something else? No. So okay, so the big crunch is more to do with the end of the universe. It's
1: one of okay. multiple hypotheses of how it will end. And, it, mm-hmm. and it's basically where the universe kind of recompresses it, basically. Just crunches. in and out? Uh, well, it kind of falls into the, the big bounce, which is kind of new. Oh, so, the big um, bounce.
0: Sorry, that was the big bounce. Yeah, oh, sorry. Th-
1: uh, that's the one I'm, I've mentioned. That one there uh, has it where the universe itself uh, basically repeats it's on a it's on a repeat, but when it kind of crunches, we're not talking like the whole thing reverses, goes back to the exact same state and repeats. It's not that simple. Mm-hmm. The, the problem that we have with the origins of the universe, with cosmology, is how far back we can see. And once we get to within the Planck time of the start of the universe, the phys- physics as we know it breaks down, we cannot get further back than that. Our current understanding. Mm -hmm. One day we might, but at this stage, nobody can say what happened before that. And so what people are trying to do is propose models that can get us past that, see if we can increase our understanding to the point where we we can explain what happens on these scales, Uh, as well as also out there, because there's still questions. As much as we understand about the universe, as much as we can be sure about certain things that have happened, there's always going to be more work that we need to do. And that excites me. I always want to have the answers. And and so the, the question of, yeah, you know, what happened at the beginning of time may not be a sensical question. It may make no sense.
0: Hmm. So I'm going to go to another movie uh, again, but any chance you've ever seen K-Pax? No, sorry. Uh I think, you drop out. K. Okay, I'm sorry, back. Uh, K. Pax. Any chance you've ever seen K. Pax? No, I've Kevin Spacey. No. Okay, so Kevin Spacey plays an alien, and at the movie, at the end, God, I don't want to give away too many spoilers here, but he basically says that the universe is gonna do like a big crunch and just repeat back and forth over and over and over again, and basically he tells. The audience, or whatever, to live the best life that you can live right now because you're going to keep living these same mistakes over and over and over again. And but
1: that's not that's what's saying, it's more complicated than the universe going back to its original state. It's not a repetition, and that we're not going to exist again, or at least as far as we can tell, we have no reason to suspect we would. It's more of that the universe itself refer reverts back to. To an original like it-, it goes back to an early state, but it may start again, and the way it starts may not be the same. Some of the constants may be different. It- it's really confusing. And mm-hmm. that's the thing, is that there are different models to try and explain this. Mm-hmm. And so one of the things that comes up a lot in science is that in the general population, a problem is either solved and we know it, or we have no idea. But in science, it's not like that. There is a lot Mm. of, it's like a jigsaw and you can put some of the pieces and Mm. you might have some missing and it's about how clear the image is. And even early on, you can have different ideas about what the image does. And from some pieces, you can guess the shape of others. So dark matter is a good one in that we may not know what it is, but we know that if it if it is if it falls under this category and behaves like this, then it should be this. If it's this, it then should behave like this. So there's actual like several very distinct bins that it can be put in. And it's trying to figure out which one it fits in and how would we test each one. It's not like oh we have no idea and we're sitting back. It's we actually have some idea. We just haven't got to the point of being able to demonstrate which one is correct
0: mm-hmm that's an interesting way to Oh, uh, uh, good yeah for those who can't see there's a lot of hating going on here i can't believe that someone is willing to talk to isaiah he's worse than ontangelo misspelled then but just so you know uh ben i uh, appreciate no you're not i'm sorry you're not ben sorry what is your name matt or you're dan i'm sorry matt i'm matt. so sorry i confused you with with um doctor, student doctor. Anyway, I really do appreciate this because there's a lot of people out there who just would prefer to throw dirt onto each other and would prefer to gaslight and to, I mean, just guys, look at this world right now. We're on this planet together and we have, uh, you know, we have some horrific things going on in the Ukraine. We still have this virus that's still killing people and uh, we're on this planet together here. So let's, uh, let's try to show a little bit of charity. But I do want to get to the next uh, question. Have a shot for me, by the way, uh, doctor. But okay, here we go. Let's go to the next one. Um, what? What? Why do you think that most Christians deny obvious facts about the cosmos? That's kind of a loaded question. But um, what are your thoughts on that one? Uh, sorry, I missed that one. Uh, That's a good. Why do you, why do
1: sorry, audio has been a little funny, that's all.
0: Why do you think that most Christians deny obvious facts of the cosmos? Oh, don't tell me you actually have people there who are trolling me right now. Uh, is there people there who are Mm -hmm. actually with you? With me, yeah, like off screen
1: trolling. No, sorry, I just have two screens. I try and, I'm trying to them in the chat because I got YouTube on the right, and I got you in front of me, so that's why I'm, yeah. I, I no, do no, no, no problem. The, yeah, I do that for all of them. Sorry. I, I was used to that. No, 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 no problem. Um, no problem. Uh, although on, cause on the, on that question, it kind of reminds me of something that I think is pretty cool. Where's the oh mental blank. Give me a second. I'll, I'll get it in a moment. Oh, um, I can
0: talk on that for, if you want to take a moment. Yeah. I'll just say this. Yeah. I'll just say this. Um, there's, there's obviously multiple different ways to interpret Genesis literally and not literally. But one of the things I would tell someone is that uh, I do see it more of like allegorical, but even if I were just to read it completely, completely and utterly, like literally, one thing that I would know from the rest of the Bible is that uh, like Adam and Eve weren't created to Uh, to die so it could be the case that they lived a billion years you know in the garden of eden or whatever and then it's they didn't start getting older until the time that they ate this apple or fruit whatever it is so there's multiple ways to interpret it but i would never i mean i'm serious i would never read that book and say the earth is six thousand years old that's just something i would never do you know i don't even know it doesn't even say it What, what was that
1: I said that's a start from a scientific point of view because it's my my gripe is not with people who are religious. It never is, never will mm-hmm. be. Mm-hmm. My my gripe is only with pseudoscience and people who want to yeah. misrepresent or not or deliberately not understand mm-hmm. science, and that's when I have a problem. So yeah, I I, I strongly disagree with young earthers, but it's mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, I I got because it, it's like all this science that i don't understand yet i do it as a job 5 days a week it's mm-hmm. it, it it's really really nice sentiment because it's like even after all the time i've spent all the time i've spent exploring and you know flying mm-hmm. through the the universe metaphorically that is so i've never actually been on a rocket uh oh, it'd be cool to be we are definitely flying through the universe Earth, though man but, I mean, the, the world is, but uh, you know what I mean, On a, actually to <laughs> go outside of our, our thin little biosphere on here. And, and yet there is a lot that I understand. The more you learn, kind of the more you realize you don't know. And that's why I'm Just so careful the way I word things because I've spent so long. <laughs> it's like, oh, I'm going to get something wrong. It terrifies me about that. Uh, but then again, I'll have my areas. I mean, you ask me about lasers. I'll talk for hours on how they operate. Wow. But again, I'd probably get into detail that most people it doesn't interest them and that's the thing i don't expect everyone to understand everything fully about science you don't Mm -hmm. need to the problem is when people deliberately miss
0: misrepresent
1: misrepresent things and and that's that's where i kind of have my my gripe and you can uh, and i've caught i have watched videos i've done uh reacts to videos where not ne- Not as much on my channel, but I have done it, particularly in other channels, where I've basically called the other person a, a liar because there- there's almost no way they'd be in their position and say what they did. Right, and that's that's do, when I have the issue.
0: Do you think that the guy, uh, Kent Hoven, is like a bad faith actor in the com- in the in the science community? I tend to believe that because it seems like you either have to deny or just totally. Like put your face in the sand, to where it's like, at what point are you really even taking like science seriously? Oh, you got an Android. A, an Android? Yeah, my alarm yeah, is alarm, off. My Android. Yeah, well, one. Cor- I live in South Korea, so I, I got to support South Korea. It's a Samsung, but yeah, would, would you see people like uh, Kenneth Hoven as a bad faith actor in the uh, in the science community?
1: I, I wouldn't even say he's part of the science community. He's definitely a bad <laughs> faith actor. I have no respect for, for him or his ilk. Uh, I as, as much as say, I, I, I wouldn't mind having a conversation just to see mm-hmm. what they're like, but I think I know what they're going to be
0: like. But yeah. Uh, he does have some good zingers. I will say that. He has some good zingers. Good what? Zingers, like some good like punchline some good one-liners. Oh, good zingers. Uh, no. yeah i I don't yes i mean you gotta give credit where it's due like okay the guy might be an idiot or whatever but he has some and maybe he doesn't come up with them maybe he has like people who are helping him come up with some zingers i think no no i'm
1: saying i don't agree that they're good zingers that's that's my thing okay but that's yeah
0: you know what You, um, you got
1: an example of one
0: um let's see I'm not a fan of him by any stretch of the imagination, but I have seen some talks where he does throw out some things, and I'm like, "Oh, that's pretty funny." So I don't know how to spell. I don't know how to say this. Okay, hold, let, let me start off here. I'm gonna give you a little bit little riddle and see if you can answer it. Okay, so I have two jugs. Okay, one of them is three uh, gallons, and the other one is five gallons. Okay. So I have to measure out exactly four gallons. Given those two, I have a three and a five, but I need to measure out four. Can you?
1: Well, you do it in two lots of two, which you can do by filling the five and then pouring it into the three. And when you get to the three, you have two
0: left in the five. Oh, okay, okay. And then you, so do you could do twice. Okay, so you could do that. So that would take, um, what, four times? But there, there's oh, a, okay. So, so that, that's ways. true. So that's true. So here's another way you could do it: is you could fill up the the three, pour it into the five, then fill up the three again, and then pour two out, and so there'll be one remaining. Then you pour out all of the five, and then you th- pour in the one, and then you fill up the three again. So, but anyway, there is there is this, and I don't know how to say it right now, but it's like the inch inch. The effect. Have you ever heard of that before? Ing. I'm gonna. I'm gonna type it up right here. Uh, it's uh, Ing yeah, I'll have a look Hold on. I'm gonna put I'm it. Not right Not recognizing
1: in here. that
0: that uh, pronunciation. or uh, It doesn't ring a bell. Yeah, godless scummer. That was actually from Die Hard Three. Uh, but the long, point uh, of
1: uh, let me. Yeah,
0: that was from let Die let Hard Three. Something. But so so the that's yeah, some German, it's some German name, but the point the point being is that um, the guy who created this uh, the science project or whatever, the psychology test was that he created, he had a bunch of series to like, where you would need to do these things on multiple steps to, to try to do, like you have three different jugs and you're trying to fill up and pour out, right? And so as he's making these progressively harder, He abruptly goes back to making them easier, right? But people get so trained to a certain way of thinking that they can't, they either can't solve it or they'll make it a lot more complicated than it really should be. So, do you get what I'm saying with that? Yeah. I I know you
1: overthink things, and one of the things in science is problem solving, which a lot of the time is. All right. When is it time to go back to the basic start from scratch? To mm. Keep it simple and keep going. But it, it's not an easy to, skill to get, and a lot of people mm. never never learn it, whether it's through science or whatever. They they're just that that problem solving, the ability to assess the universe. and kind of
0: walk around about as um, deluded as Doctor Evil, I would but, say. Yeah. By the way, that's my atheist. The atheist name. They've been calling me Doctor Evil. Uh, I also go by Mister oh, Clean because I, I got the earrings here, so to prove that one.
1: Oh, but, you know, I didn't know so, that one, but I do like the the head you shave. It's it's a nice <laughs> thing. No. This is not.
0: This is God. This is God punishing me for probably all the sins I've done. So isn't that unfair? You're the atheist. You have all your beautiful black hair. So anyway. Um, I do want to ask you another question. This is not on the questions I sent you, but do you think like people could take the scientific method and just apply it in their lives daily? And, um, I will say this. There is a guy who teaches a course who actually turned his life into like a video game. So he had like power ups and points and demerits and all kinds of things like that. He got really organized with his life, but do you think that it's, um, that we could take like the scientific method and apply it to things like at your job or, you know, school or relationships. What do you think, that's Yeah, that's why principles? I think it's so important
1: to teach. I think you can because the basics of it is how to figure out what reality looks like essentially. And a better understanding the world around us is never going to hurt.
0: Mm-hmm. So definitely, yes. So what, what do you think?
1: I'd say yes, but but I want to caveat that with whilst it's important, that it, well, whilst it's definitely possible to use, there's different levels. So using the extent of, say, like a scientist who is in a lab trying to find out new fundamental things or trying to develop a new drug, it's going to be a very different level from what you would say expect from a high school student because I teach – High school amongst you know really? early university as well. Oh, and, wow, you didn't tell me that, I didn't know uh, not enough to, uh, hours in the day. Uh, mm-hmm. I actually got to do a science show for some high school students the other week and setting off explosions and showing tell me about that, experiment. please. You gotta, you gotta tell uh, me about liquid that. nitrogen jumping rings, uh, all sorts of those things with it. Um, but part of that is also again what's your audience what do you want them to get out of it and i want them to to kind of have some understanding of the scientific method and to kind of apply that critical thinking about all right how do we test how when someone how when i see something or someone presents me with information how do i assess it to get the best model of reality around it that i can and again for someone who's who's fairly young i'm going to expect a very different level from say my supervisor who's had decades right. of experience in a scientific context and so going back to the high school one for me at that level at least for that show specifically uh the the main goal there was generating interest not necessarily Uh you know teaching them to be the best science scientist possible because you can't do that if they're not interested it's
0: the different Mm -hmm. levels right 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 right.
1: that totally makes sense that totally makes sense but but the basics of forming a hypothesis and then (laughs) Or at least forming what you think is going on. they like, okay, this is what I think it is. This mm-hmm. is what I think this experience tells me. But then taking the next step and going, okay, how do I check that my interpretation is is mm-hmm. correct is the
0: difficult bit, but it is the most important. It is the most. So any chance you've ever seen the, okay, let's, let's, please tell me you've seen the Big Bang Theory, the the show. yes i have so you know sheldon and, so- and by the way j- yeah, j- just for the reference i'm probably sure you know plenty of sheldon's in real life because my my friend my best my best friend who i told you is a physicist and was the best man in my wedding he's a totally like socially awkward like total too smart for their own good like sheldon type who's constantly like you know putting people down and intentionally but anyway they tap him to go talk about um, science to try to recruit like young women, and he starts talking about uh, bazinga. He starts talking about Madame Curie and about how she died of like radiation poisoning. And he's talking about like all these horrible side effects. He's like, "All right, well, you guys have a nice day," and he just walks out. Uh, it's one of the funniest scenes in that in that whole show I saw. But um, there's another video that I saw which is very interesting which is this lady explains things at five different levels. Like one, the way she would explain gravity to like a five-year-old or to like someone in middle school and high school, and then to like a college level. Any chance you've ever seen those? Hmm. Uh, yeah, you know, I'm familiar with
1: those. and And it is very interesting because I at least cover some of those levels in what I have to do on, I wouldn't say it's not a daily basis, but possibly weekly basis that I would have to do where I have to explain things on different levels. And so it's it's a useful skill to have in more than just science. And this is I mean. I don't expect everybody to be a scientist. I don't expect everyone to 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 be fully invested or interested in every science finding out that you can't do it. It's not reasonable. I, I'm more talking about just being critical, but it's still useful to make people aware and to, to train
0: them in science. Uh, so OK, so I will tell you this in, 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 in high school, I remember taking some like chemistry and stuff, classes, some basic, really basic science stuff. But do you think that those classes and I don't know, maybe it's a totally different down under in Australia, but, you know, maybe should they be a little bit more intense or maybe starting from an earlier age? Do you have any thoughts on that? Uh, Australia doesn't do
1: a terrible job. It depends because it's not an easy question, and I'm not involved with the lowest end. It's it's kind of a balance because you know when they're too young, it's it's hard. You don't want to push them too much because then you'll end up pushing people away. But on the other hand, you don't want to neglect it. I'm not sure where that balance is. Uh, it's mm. not an easy one, but I would say the the critical thinking the Skills that come with it are important regardless. But in terms of everybody needing to say no no physics, no, that's optional. If you're interested, learn physics. If you're not, don't. But if you don't bother learning physics, then, yeah, you shouldn't go out there and pretend that you know what you're talking about Mm -hmm. in physics topics. As I shouldn't go out there and talk in areas that I'm not an expert in.
0: Hmm. That's uh. Any chance you've ever seen? I-, I think there's a lot of really good ones that that come out, but like little small science kits, where um, kids can learn. You know, like yeah, little... I've seen them.
1: Oh, there was one that was released. Oh, was just decades ago. Is it fifties or sixties or something? That was like a little mini radiation kit for kids. And uh... oh my god, oh my
0: god, <laughs> eh, he's pretty. Safe, any uh, chance... Any chance? But that sounds bad. Any chance you've ever seen Eureka? Uh, no. Where like the sheriff, the sheriff, he lives in this town where like everybody's a scientist, and they're always like doing some really crazy science stuff. Like one of the kids builds like a black hole or some like he builds like a sun, like a f- nuclear fission inside of his, his his house, and then it causes all these problems. And this guy doesn't know anything about science but he has to come in and fix all these problems. It's, it's, it's actually kind of like a science fiction slash like dark comedy, because it's pretty dang funny, some of this, some of this stuff going on. But uh, I do want to ask you a question. This is kind of a theo- theological and cosmolo- cosmological question combined, but why is it that Australian people, and it might have to do with the equator or whatever, but why is it that they never pronounce the letter R? Like it's always an A. Like, teacher, far. Uh, ah. No?
1: Okay. It's it's the Oz my, effect.
0: The Oz? The Oz effect,
1: yeah. So I just got, right, because... Oh, excuse me. Isn't yeah, it like... So it's, yeah, we don't even say the letter R when we say the letter <laughs> R.
0: <laughs> that is funny. That is funny. All right. Well, I think I got, like, two more questions for you.
1: And um, no, no, I do remember what they... They are plus you've also put them up for me, which makes
0: things. Oh so, yeah, I didn't make Actually, I didn't. I didn't even tell you this. The because the, the, the one about the Christians one, it did have a second part to it. But do you think that that is dangerous for like your average person to be? Well, obviously, right now, like with the anti-vaccine and stuff, that's obviously caused some serious problems right now. So that's kind of self-answering. But what are some of the other potential consequences you think? of being just ignorant about I, science.
1: Well, well see, I, I don't like the use specifically of, say, like Christians or well, any group. Uh, mm-hmm. My my problem is just anti-science in general because mm-hmm. as as far as I see it, the scientific method is our best way of, of understanding the world around us. And so
0: mm-hmm.
1: if you're being anti-scientific, you're going to have a flawed understanding of reality, which can always harm no matter what form it comes in so
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah I I think it's it's quite a big question I don't think we have the time to go into every bit but yeah I always encourage good good science and then uh, add one more question because I still got a few more minutes but you want to hit the, the last one
0: yeah so wh- I, what I was gonna
1: oh, go ahead, good ahead. because I quite like that, that one uh, I think that's the there's a couple of good I got I think one point in there that I think is quite good or at least hopefully is, is interesting to people. I, I guess
0: we're going to find out. Well, I'll say this, that, um, you know, I think, Ozzy Oz, look at this, the self-loving liar is streaming. Um, wow, a lot of hate. But, okay, so I will say this, that there is um, maybe one of the dangerous things is, is just not to see the beauty of what's really out there, what's going on, because there are some majestic, you know, majestic things that are happening in the universe all around us at the quantum level, um, maybe in other gal- galaxies that we can maybe look into. I I, I had the opportunity to go to this, um, they were going out in the desert and they had this telescope that was so strong, like you can't even focus it on the moon. It, the moon would be like totally out of uh, blurry, totally blurry. So you have to put it like on really distant galaxies, and they were actually projecting it up onto like a on a TV. And so, I mean, that's amazing. You know, I think I told you last time I have some astro- astronomy tattoos on me because I think it is so beautiful to, um, I mean, obviously I would take it in another direction because I would attribute that to God. But you would contribute it to just uh, naturalism or whatever. But still, just to not to fail to to see that beauty, I think is a is a real pity. It's a real shame. So let's see. We have one more. Um, what are the biggest m- misconceptions about the big the Big Bang model that most atheists and Christians both believe? And I will say this. Maybe you can tell me if this is um, this is accurate because. I do watch some of those physics videos. The way that the guy was explaining was that he said we tend to think of like the the everything like shooting out when we think of like the bang because we think of like a bomb, right? But he he was saying a better way to think of it would be think of like the universe just the space between everything expanding. So do you do you think that's a do you think that's a, a is that an accurate way to say it? Like, the space is expanding yeah,
1: between so everything. It, it, it's yeah. So when they talk about the expanding universe, it's the fact that the space between mm-hmm. the matter, like the space between the matter, is expanding. But and again, this is why I don't like putting like, like labels on people's understanding as broad as atheist or Christian because I don't think it's just that. I think it's more general that one of the big mis- misconceptions with specifically the Big Bang. Is that it's not, it does not describe the start of the universe, does not describe the origin of the universe. It's the model that describes the expansion once we have the universe. And so, as I said, we can't, we don't go back further than the Planck time after the the initial state. And then it's about the expansion from there. So, when I'm talking to people a bit, Big Bang cosmology it tends to be more about the progression from there, and that's one is because a lot of people seem to expect the Big Bang to to describe why the universe is here or how it's here, and whilst that definitely falls under cosmology, not necessarily the Big Bang, although things get quite nuanced and it's a bit hard. But that's why there's other models out there that have been proposed, like the multiverse would not overrule Big Bang, and the bouncing cosmos may not necessarily overhaul the Big Bang in that it may describe the universe on a longer timescale or on an oscillating timescale, but that expansion that we normally think of as the Big Bang is there. So I think it's not... I mean, beyond that and beyond what people expect of it, <laughs> generally it's not too bad. It's specific... Uh,
0: I don't get the reference, but it just, it just goes to show you that people in this community, though, I mean, I'm sitting here trying to have a civil and honest uh, conversation with you and people would rather sow dissension and bad will in the universe. And I, I don't really get it, but OK. Uh, oh, it's just a lot of fun to me. Uh, the, uh, it's that
1: sticks and stones may break my bur- bones, but chains and whips excite me.
0: I prefer that ending to it than the other one. Well, I was going to say that's probably one of the biggest uh, lies ever that words will never hurt. I mean, I'll tell you this. I suffered some physical and verbal abuse by the hands of a mother with a PTSD. He was a Vietnam veteran. And I could tell you some of the stuff that she said to me stayed inside of me a lot longer than the physical violence. So I don't really... Yeah. I don't really yeah, agree that does with sound that. Pretty uh, horrible, but it does, it, and it does.
1: It, it, my thing is not against the, the fact that words can be offensive. It's more about the level and about how close mm-hmm. those people are to you. The close they are, and of course, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Th- there's different levels. There's, there's uh, calling someone an idiot or saying that idea is idiotic is very differently from repeatedly abusing someone. That those are different. Mm-hmm. And they're not even on the same level. Yeah. So yeah, I think it's a balance of that. And sometimes, yes, it, it can be about just, oh, you just need to be a little tougher. And other times it's like, yeah, no, that's serious. We need to stop that. And for the most part, if we want to have, you know, a bit of a joke and a YouTube comment or people want to go a little overboard, it's generally not that bad. At the end of the day, you got a mute button. But again, someone who's close sure. to you or someone who does that. That's, and it also depends what the other person is saying. Let's say, you know, you have um oh we go back in time and and you're now in stay the US during World War 2 they they produced some movies and some songs that were incredibly offensive to the Germans and the Japanese there's mm-hmm. one that was called we got a from 1941 the end of December if that gives you an idea about the mentality um called mm-hmm. we got to slap the dirty little jap it's incredibly oh, offensive
0: Oh, my God.
1: Context. And, again, it's like, was that the worst thing to say? Is that what you should be worrying about at the time? Uh, Mm -hmm. But, yeah, it's always a balance. And some of the people that, like, you might see in the chat, I'm sure if, you know, you wanted to reach out to them and have it, they'd probably be more willing than you'd expect. Yeah. I might, you know, push back on some ideas, but for the most part, someone it's a bit of an Aussie thing, but you know, someone could tell me to piss off and they're my best mate. I wouldn't care.
0: They uh, actually they would most they would most likely call you the C word because I've not enough Aussies to know that they throw that word around like it's a frisbee. Yeah,
1: right? like, it's I'm sorry, like I
0: mean, it's a boomerang. Like it's a boomerang, right? Can you throw
1: a boomerang, by the way? Boomerangs are not meant to come back, by the way. They don't come back. They're not meant... The the hunting ones were not meant to come back.
0: The ones the that came come back
1: are, are, are like a sports-slash-ceremonial version. Because um, you don't... The way you have to throw them is not easy for It's not useful for hunting. So, um, but, but yeah. Although, talking about could... the crowd, you mentioned Jay. Yeah, I reckon if if you wanted to chat with him about Buddhism again, you should give him another shot because he's actually very nice and he loves movies. He'd he'd probably get all your references, unlike me sitting here not knowing Mm -hmm. any of them. Um, Yeah,
0: he's a really nice guy. So, well, yeah, there's 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 some there's probably one of the reasons why some of these people are mad at me because I don't know. My cousin has this concept of being an asshole, which is you ask a question. And then you get answer at, you get angry at the people's answer. So I, I I have a brother and he was going like he had he had gotten a ticket for like not wearing a seatbelt by this uh you know police officer and this is after I've done like a lot of traveling like around the world and seen some really impoverished places and seen uh, North Korea firsthand, you know. So so he goes to court and he's like traumatized by this event, and he's he thinks it's the worst thing. And he asked me, he's like, "Oh, what do you think about this, Isaiah?" And I'm like, "I'm like, oh Roscoe, I think compared to some of the other stuff that's going on in the universe, uh, some of the other injustices and abuses of human rights, I'm like, it's just pretty irrelevant." And he got so furious that I wasn't coming to his like his aid, but I was like, he got like a seventy dollar ticket or whatever. So, it's like I got asked a question amongst these people and I answered it, and then they get furious at me. So, that's what I tr- this is why I give you the questions in advance because I don't want to like corner you into an area where I'm trying to get you in a gotcha question or um, trying to push you. You know what I mean? Because a lot of people will do that in a very uh, dishonest way, and that's not what I try to do. But, go ahead.
1: I, I do have a, a question on that. Hopefully it can be a quick one because uh, I'll have to go in a moment because I think I've got yeah, to go yeah. look after the yeah. dog. But the drunk. But if someone asks a question that is offensive or it's rude or it shows a, a severe lack of understanding and someone responds yeah.
0: by calling that person an idiot, is that wrong? You know what? Um one of my co-hosts, I've had it recently had a talk about this because maybe it's like, maybe it's best I just not answer some questions. Like, my sister's a po- really big politician in California, and I'll tell you this, to be a politician, you got to be really good at not answering questions that people ask you, you know? Um, so dodging them or going around, and I mean, I'm not, I'm kind of dodging the one you're saying, but the question that you asked, but... Maybe that's a way to just go about because I mean, I'm not out here to try to offend people or try to hurt people. So maybe if I am asked something and I understand that it could potentially trigger or hurt somebody just to say, you know what, that's just not an area uh, I would like to discuss. Does that kind of answer your question? Yeah, I think it
1: does. I think it gives us enough uh, for now. I, I, I do yeah. have to say Any last I thoughts? have to wrap up in a moment because I'll, yeah. I'll have to jump off. Yeah. But
0: Any last thoughts? Uh,
1: uh, no, I think I've said everything I need to for now. And uh, I'd probably right. only well, end up opening a whole new can of worms knowing my ability to stay yeah. on topic.
0: So just real quick, then, uh, I'll give you the five uh, nonprofits that we support, and then you can just pick one when we get a donation on your name. But one's a North Korean refugee uh, program here in South Korea. One is a Nazi deconversion, which uh, Jeff Scoop stopped out a lot of people deconverting anti-LGBT um, bullying campaign, and let's see, uh, single mothers here in South Korea, and then a Jewish-Palestinian peace organization. So any of those interest you?
1: Ah, uh, can either do the refugees or the, the peace organization. I think at the moment, those are relevant to, to global topics. Uh, uh, I hate this sort of
0: pick- picking because it's like, um, you could pick two because because I can't really send you out a Starbucks card. I normally send out a Starbucks card, but i do not sure. If, actually, I did send out a $25 Starbucks card to someone in Australia, and it just got lost in the Ethernet because he couldn't use it for whatever reason. I don't know if it was because it's purchased in America. But uh, that being said, I want to thank you for joining me today. You're, you're a great bloke, you're a great lad, and uh, everyone else who's in the comment section. Thank you for feeding the algorithm monster. Really appreciate that. And uh, thank you for your feedback. And um, we're going to leave you with this outro. And yeah. And I, us-
1: can I, I can I give my kind of a catch line at the end? Yeah, please.
0: Or yeah. I do so my you have any ones. social media? Yeah, social media. Oh, no,
1: no, no, no. no. Uh, that's, that's fine. People can find me because if you type. I'll that, link you, it here. I'll link it here. Yeah, if, I, if you type that into YouTube. No, as you say, although we've come to the end of the road, remember I'm almost a doctor until next time. Be like a proton and stay positive.
0: That's hilarious. That's great. All right. Um, all right. Well, I'm going to leave you with this outro and yeah, check us out at Instagram, uh, Facebook, Twitter, having conversations like this with respect, empathy, um, humility, knowing that we don't have all the answers, but we're trying to, you know, we're trying to help out each other out on this journey as we're going through space, uh, into the endless vastness of space. We're all on this planet together for here and now. So let's try to help out each other while we're here. So here we go.